Believe it or not, this is number seven, seventh podcast of my life, and the first podcast of 2021, which is wild and and awesome, and um, I am very excited to talk to you guys today, and this is going to be a shorter podcast, but it's something that I have been wanting to put together, and after yesterday, I was inspired, and I want to talk a little bit about that, what inspires you. Sometimes, um, for me, it's when you're around greatness and, and I want to talk about what we surround ourselves with and what we let into our hearts and our minds and our thoughts and, um, into our presence. But here's what I found myself yesterday thinking of as I was listening to an excellent podcast speaker. And I would, I would put myself, there's probably like the beginner level, level podcaster. And then there's like the average and then there's like the expert. And so I'm knocking on the door of the level before the beginner is where I found myself. But here's, here's why I want, I want to call that out. But I also realized what does an amazing, what does an amazing podcast sound like? Like, what is it um, being, how's it being put together? What, what are the elements that uh, the speaker is using to help condense and share their thoughts? And so um, put a little bit more thought into this podcast, but also just wanted it to be more concise and specific so that hopefully um, it's one that you can build off of, start your day around and maybe even make a life change with. So um, here's, here's what I want to start with. There's three ways that you can let things, resources into your life that will either build you up towards greatness or tear you down to defeat. And both of those are dramatic for the same reason that you only get one life, I believe. One go around, one chance, one shot. We usually will say on in my house and sometimes in my store, uh, whether the, the date is, you know, February 3rd, 2021, whether it's, you know, December 3rd, you know, wh- whatever day it might be at this time, at this, on this day, it's the only one you get. You get the same 24 hours as everybody else, but you also only get one of those 24 hours for this day to make it up. And then it goes in the record books. And sometimes it goes into the record books and it's, it's stored under the just like every other day. It was, it was just like every other day. And then there's the days that are, are meant for greatness because you designed them for greatness. And then there's the days that became great because you, they just happened to be great. And then there's the other category, which I'm not going to touch on a lot in this podcast, but I do want to make a make us all aware of. Of course, there's the bad days. Of course, there's the days that we had set out to have a positive attitude and have great things happen. And then they didn't. And I I know that I have very few of those days. I still have them. You know, the days where I forgot my charger and I got a ticket and I almost ran out of gas and there was an accident. And the first person that was, I was going to work with came in, you know, later called off because they weren't feeling well. And, and all of a sudden there's four or five, six things that happen. And, and I have to change it. I have to change my attitude. And that is easy to do for some people and not for others. And I want to talk about what are the components that shape the person who can still say it's a great day. What you let into your life, and I'll go back to my three bullet points. Through your phone, social media, TV, that other, that outside outlet, we'll call it. The other one is who's in your inner circle. Who do you text? Who do you call on your drive home? Who is that person that you run to when there, there was something that you didn't expect to happen and it happened and you need them to help you center 
And then I think of, there's also the inner circle. There's kind of that outside source that you let in. And then there's really the final one, which is all of the things that you intentionally choose to bring into your life, whether that is music, radio, podcasts, um, whether that, and you could probably say that social media, but I'm going to even say, you know, whether it's books or speakers, like those are more intentional decisions to like better yourself, working out, um, all of those things that, you know, creates endorphins, choosing to eat healthy, choosing to only have one slice of pizza when you want four, like all of those decisions that then allows, allow it to affect your mood, affect your hormones, affect just who you are and how you feel about yourself and your body and your mind. So I want to tell you guys a story and this happened like a month and a half ago. And, And that's kind of the point. But here, here's the story. So we're coming up with a visual move in my store. We're moving product from one wall to a table to a rack. And, and it's a, it, I'll say complex move. It was, you know, a lot of do we know a lot of factors before we make these decisions and for whatever reason, and I can't tell you what the product was. I can't tell you where we decided to move it. But for whatever reason, the idea that came out of my mouth made sense, like just complete sense of exactly how we should do it. And my co-manager, Janae, is, looks at me with this awe and surprise and spits out of her mouth before she probably thought of it with the word. She said, you're a genius. And those of you who know me, and if we're using the true definition of the word, not only do we find out that Janae likes to exaggerate, but is also a very generous person because I would not be the classical uh, application of a genius. But why do I tell the story? I have somebody in my world, in my circle, in my day-to-day life that builds me up with compliments. And, and I could share many more, but for whatever reason, being called a genius on that day, when, when a lot of us are, maybe we aren't you know, told we're dumb or stupid or idiots or not smart. Like, I don't think we have, you know, you don't let those people in. Like, those aren't people that are in your life. But... Do you have the people that tell you you're genius, you're beautiful, you're smart? And, and not in a, in a gratifying way, not in a let me compliment you so you can compliment me back, but a, I, I genuinely appreciate you. I think you're fantastic. And here's what I will tell you. That, that person in your life that's speaking life into you, one, make sure you speak it back if you can and if you remember, but here's what they're doing. They're becoming how you think and view yourself. When you surround yourself with the people that will say things like, I like how you handled that. I like how you did that. And here's, here's what you guys are thinking. Okay, I know I have people that think those things about me. They just don't always say them. That's okay. That's okay. Not everybody can verbalize all of the things that they want to say about other people. And sometimes, and if, and if you're one of these people, because I think I can be sometimes... Um, you know, it happened yesterday where Janae laughed at herself in the store and goes, well, gosh, I must be a really good boss. I gave everybody off this coming Super Bowl Sunday. And now don't give her too much credit. She didn't know it was Super Bowl Sunday this coming Sunday, but she did. She scheduled herself to work on that Sunday so that everybody else could have off. And, and here's what I, I said to her is you are a great boss, but not because of that one decision. There's a lot of reasons that make her a great boss. And I know our team would say she's a great boss and a great leader. But here's what's so fun is it's easier to hold back that compliment. It's easier to keep it to myself. It's easy in that moment to say, well, I don't want them to get too big of a head. 
stop it. Say the things that you know people need to hear. And you know what? You don't know that they need to hear it sometimes, but if it comes into your mind, speak it. As long as it is positive and uplifting, don't hold those things back. Okay. The next thing is I I live in an area where, and it's probably a nationwide station. I don't know. So in my car's I'll say, oh, don't, nobody feel bad for me. It's a nice car, but I don't have any Bluetooth or, you know, XM, Sirius, any radio. So I just have local stations. And one of the stations that sometimes I like to listen to in the morning, they do like this uh, phone tap thing where they basically prank someone. They call them up and prank them. And it's like supposed to be super funny because the person who's being pranked gets like very upset, like, they have to bleep out all the explicitives, you know, and, um, it, it's just like yelling and it's, it's so odd to me because the second that I can start to hear, oh my gosh, this is coming up almost a spirit of dread of like, I don't want to listen to two people argue. I know it's a joke. I know that it's supposed to be funny. It, maybe it is funny and I'm missing out, but the ones that I have thought, you know what, I'm going to listen to it. I never feel better afterwards. I never walk away from listening to that and giving five minutes of my life, my, and it sounds arrogant, but I hope everybody feels this way. My precious, valuable time to something like that, that isn't going to have me leaving positive and inspired, um, and full of focus. And yes, it's an easy distraction. I need things like that too. I, you know, am guilty of, we learned yesterday as a company, one of our, the podcasts we listened to at Buckle talked about the average person touches their phone, touches their phone, which I thought, okay, like I for sure do that. Like if I text somebody and that's 25 letters that I'm hitting or I'm sending an email or every time you scroll up or down on Facebook or whatever, um, 2,600 times, like that's the average. And I thought I, I like, I am now a statistic and that's fine. But once I become aware of something that affects me negatively or is controlling me and I'm not controlling it, there becomes this moment where I think, take a stand. And one of the things I learned yesterday was, you know, how do you write down the wins? How do you write down the things that you're successful at? How do you write down the things that you want to be successful at? And it can't be vague. That's, it's funny on my paper yesterday as I write things like, eat healthy and exercise regularly in 2021. I won't do it because eating healthy and exercising regularly is very easily negotiated to be, well, twice a week I did it, you know, overeat. And I thought about working out every day. I just only did it one day, but I worked out an hour and a half that one day. Like here's, here's what the goal of picking out your wins and finding your successes is you have to be specific. When exactly will you work out? What exactly will you do to make sure that that is successful? How will you ensure that that becomes a part of your weekly habits and routine? Here's the other outside factor. So I talked a little bit about the people that you surround yourself with. And and, and here's the other one that I'm not mentioning, but this is a mommy podcast, so I I will share it. But um, I 
I'm leaving today and tomorrow we're remodeling one of my stores. We're actually flipping the men's side and the women's side product from one side to the other. We're going to work till midnight or one or whenever we get it done. So we'll hustle and I've got my Fitbit on. I've got a goal for the day. But here's what's so fun is as I'm, you know, getting ready this morning and the kids are getting ready to go to school and my husband is taking them out to the car and they're saying their goodbyes and, and there's the, I love you. And no, I love you more mom. And and as I was leaving, I had bought these hearts. Somebody had posted this, thanks to whoever you are, if I follow you on social media. But they they said every single day of February from the 1st leading up to the 14th, post a heart, um, like a card, like a cutout of a, like just regular paper. And I, I actually bought um, kind of construction paper that was pre-cut out. And because those hearts are way prettier than the ones I could have probably done and all different sizes hearts and you're supposed to like write one quality that you love about your child and like post it on their door every day and I thought oh my gosh like that's such a great idea so I bought these hearts and as I'm leaving this morning and they're in kind of my cabinet in my bathroom next to all my jewelry and I'm grabbing all my stuff to go and I realized oh my gosh I'm already a few days into the month and I haven't done it yet and so as, as I knew like, okay, I gotta get going and I don't want to forget anything. And you know, there, there could be a chance there's no toothpaste in my luggage. So I might have to figure that out. But in the, in the attempt to like, Hey, how do I make sure that I'm winning? Not just at my job. How do I make sure I'm winning? I wrote a little letter on each heart for everyone in my family and left it behind for them to find when they get home. Because I, I said, I go, the odds of me calling tonight, probably pretty slim. We're going to be, you know, in the middle of, of doing a lot of things, probably around eight o'clock when my kids will be going to bed. And that is a routine that I have tried to uphold of that phone call home and uh, making sure I get to say the good nights and the, how was your day, but it doesn't always work out. And so I, I know that a, a cut out of a heart and a little note from mom, like doesn't make up for mom not being there. I know that. But here's what I have found about a lot of areas of life. My kids will think it's great. And I become a great mom because I did that for them. And I think that's very generous of them. Like I think um, surrounding myself with generous people who give me grace and give me mercy. And and I, I'll, I'll define the two because I, I don't know if you have ever learned this lesson. This was a, a Sunday school lesson that I learned a long time ago. And mercy is when somebody doesn't give you something you deserve. You don't get punished. You don't get flack. You don't get, you know, that consequence. Somebody shows mercy on you. Grace is when you get something you didn't earn. So mercy is when you don't get something that you do deserve. And grace is getting something you don't deserve. And I for sure get grace from my kids where they're like, thank you. Thanks mom. Like, thanks for, you know, being able to like, have, you know, have the time away from us, but still being able to make it special for us. And as I'm going to wrap up this podcast, my question, I, and I have like two just quick questions for each of you. If you are enjoying the podcast and you like it, think about what's one thing that you just need to take out of your life. Maybe it's a person, maybe it is, you know, the time with the person, maybe it's just not, we'll cut up, cut someone out of your life. Like that's not a healthy activity and can be very negative for another person, but maybe limit the time with that person. If you know that you're on the phone with them and 15 minutes into the phone call, you feel more depressed than you did when you called them to cheer you up. That might be a sign for you. And 
If you know that there's an app on your phone that just is a time waster, like it's not building you up. If you know that there's a a trap that you fall into, whether it's a financial trap that feels good in the moment and you're like, oh my gosh, I love that I bought this or that I, I am now the proud owner of and you fill in the blank. But yet later it causes stress and maybe a financial burden in another area of your life and that's the that's the thing that you need to give up it it becomes really healthy when it if you try to give up everything at once it you'll fail I mean it's just not designed to be that way for the majority of people if you are a person that can do that amazing for you but the general public I think is like man like I I work really hard like I deserve the and you fill in the blank I deserve whatever it might be that is coming into your life. Just decide if it's something that's continuously helping you be the most productive, successful human being that you can be. Because as you look at how do you make yourself better, the people that are around you start to be able to check off the box of, it's really good to have that person in my corner. It's great to have the person who thinks I'm smart and thinks that I'm, you know, cool. And, and you know what? I'll tell you this. Janae does not always think I'm a genius and she does not always think I am cool. In fact, there are probably less time that she thinks I am those things. And so when there is a rare moment where I do get to, you know, get that stamp of approval from my kids or my team or my husband um, or my boss, I always am very grateful and appreciative. Um, and and here's here's the last thing that I, I, I don't know who said it, so otherwise I'd give them credit. But uh, a famous author once said that they could live off of a good compliment for at least a month. And sometimes that's all we get. You get the one compliment and and you know what? You just got to remind yourself of it. Write it down. Have it posted somewhere. Have it as your screensaver. But live off of that. Let that be your fuel to like make the next great decision. Make the next great choice. So get out there. Eliminate the distractions. Have a fantastic day. uh, Cut out some hearts for people you love. And um, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And if you have any comments or feedback for me, uh, send it my way. Thanks guys.